Welcome to the Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. When we heed the call and say yes to live from the truth of our hearts, we accept the invitation to deeply relax, trust, and let go of fear, control, struggle, suffering, and separation. Now, here is your host, Sandy Goldstone. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to this week's episode of Sounds of the Heart. I am the divine light of grace. As your host, I am delighted to have your beautiful presence and heart's vibration join with mine. As we listen, share and explore in this hour together, I invite us all to join together as one conscious global heart as we take a deep breath in and relax out with a sound. to gently ground our being in calm stillness. Meeting ourselves in love, as love, what we always are now. And it's so wonderful to feel our hearts become part of the one unified field of love through the breath. Thank you for joining me again today, wherever you are right now on the planet, whatever time it is for you, know that you are greatly welcomed and your presence is celebrated. And it is really a deep honor to introduce my beautiful friend, Indigo Grace, who is our beautiful guest today on Sounds of the Heart. Indigo Grace has a degree in counseling is a renowned intuitive psychic and is qualified in shamanic energy healing. She feels spiritually called to be a hollow bone for spirit, a conduit for the light. Indigo combines her gifts and skills to work the symptoms held in the mind, body and soul, bringing through healing for the inner child, ancestral wounds, past lives, soul contracts, clearing entities, patterns of thinking, behavior and illness in clearing these energies we're more able to allow spirit to flow bringing us inner peace ease grace abundance a higher vibration health well-being and more indigo's soul journey has brought many of life's toughest challenges and she brings these soul lessons to life and her work knowing healing is the pathway to enlightenment of the soul. Trusting in spirit has opened Indigo's intuition as guidance, feeling an incredible heart-centered passion and undeniable calling to walk this path of love and light, to be in service to spirit. Welcome, beloved Indigo Grace, to Sounds of the Heart. Thank you so much, Sandy. So lovely to be here. So for many of us, we there are different times where we get to really see and know and sense what our gifts are and what our calling is. So how old were you when you realized you had a way of knowing and seeing things that were different from others? Well, it's been a gradual process over my almost 50 years on this earth. Um, I vividly remember when I was in kindergarten feeling overwhelmed by everything and by all the children. I was used to being around a lot of people and kids. However, there was something different about this experience other than it being a new place. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I could feel the energies all around me and I could hear them vibrationally. It's Mm -hmm. it's a difficult thing to explain, really. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, It was intimidating and confusing and a bit scary, actually. Mm. Mm -hmm. So so when we have that level of sensitivity, as I do as well, it's really um, easy to... Um, take on the, that energetic field that is not of your own 
and um, and that's why we get to see how important it is to keep um, our energy fields clear so we don't kind of have that cross contamination so to speak so we don't take on stuff that's um, not ours and Absolutely. we take on what's in the collective field so can you were you aware of there being any particular event or experience that precipitated this um, knowing or did you get to meet it within yourself more deeply and intimately in any way through um, an experience like a near death or or something of that nature? Um, in my early teens, I did have a near-death experience where I was being electrocuted. Now, normally, uh, my understanding is that a, a physical body wouldn't be able to sustain that. I was actually earthing uh, electricity from uh, the, uh, what was it, the uh, vacuum cleaner. I was washing my parents' car and then I decided to vacuum it. Not a very good idea doing it that way around. So the ground was wet. I was standing on concrete. I was barefoot and I picked the vacuum cleaner cord, came out and it only had the two um, connection. I, I don't know the technical for it. Whereas these days we have the three prongs. This only had two and it was faulty. And as I picked it up, I became the, the earthing um, outlet or Sorry, it's not technically correct. Anyway, as this uh, cord passed by my thumb, it, of course, sort of bit into me, but it wasn't touching me, but it was pulling me towards it. And it was only probably a few centimetres, an inch or so, from my thumb. And I was able to hold it at bay with this sort of superhuman strength that, that can come. But it was like, time stood still and I remember really clearly knowing that I had the choice to live or die and I made the choice to live and in that I managed to pull this cord away uh, and not let it touch my thumb completely. It was burning me. I had holes, two holes in my thumb and yeah, threw it away and then ran to my dad who then consequently went and smashed the cord and it was never to exist again, but it was a pretty terrifying experience. But at the same time, uh, it, it's given me something to think back on, and when, particularly when life's tough, and know that I made the choice to be here. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and and sometimes I've I've really wondered, did I make the right decision when times have been so awful? But I know I made the choice for a reason, and. Here I am, working mm -hmm. through all those things <laughs> and, and doing a whole, lot, a whole lot better than I was before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how old I was. I, I'm actually getting about the age of 10. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh -huh. Yeah, and it's those, those profound moments that we get to see that we're something other than what we thought we were and we're not just this physical body and there are moments of grace where we actually get to to see that deeply and intimately and and we do get to choose and I feel that in each moment that we wake up we get born anew each day we wake up to a new day it's like we are waking up and and so we in each moment we get to choose how we're going to be how we're going to speak, how we're going to act, how we're going to move, because that all feeds into the the collective energetic field. And I'm really aware of what's happened on the weekend. Mm. And I want to say that it's really important for us to keep bringing ourselves back to our hearts, to the love that is within us, to the love that we are connected to at all times. And the deep peace and wisdom and clarity that resides within our hearts and for us to have absolute trust and faith that even though things don't make sense, 
that we are being lovingly guided and supported and um, and to just have trust and faith that there is a deeper reason and that we have all said yes to being part of this process at this time of collective evolution. So I'm so grateful that you have said yes at that point of time and that you continue to use it as your anchor to say yes when meeting difficult times of challenge, when life invites us to meet ourselves differently so we can experience ourselves as limitless love and action in this moment now. Yes, thank you. I'm glad too. (laughs) So what practices could we cultivate that would assist us to deepen our trust and our intuitive insight and psychic awareness? How well, would you touch what I, that? How, what would you share with us about that? What I find has worked the best for me is clearing out that which is in the way and thinking thoughts and beliefs, patterns of behaviour, things that we do unconsciously or out of habit. These are the things that get stuck in our energy field, block us and influence the well-being of our mind, body and spirit. So for me, doing as much clearing as possible and in that clearing process comes awareness and learning. And so it's a combination of those things. It's sitting quietly uh, in a sort of meditation. It doesn't have to be anything really serious with a major intent other than to just feel into the body and to feel into the emotions and energy that's present and look beneath those things and be as honest as possible with myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, you're, we have our own garden and we have, you know, our different physical, mental, emotional and spiritual bodies and we need to keep making sure that, you know, the weeds don't accumulate and we need to be able to identify what are the weeds actually because sometimes we can be enamoured with things that are actually weeds and are not there for our growth and evolution even though they might look pretty and shiny and... and um, you know, bring us a great deal of um, comfort and so-called security, Um, they're not actually there to serve us for our greater good or for the greater good of all. So to be really absolutely sincere and honest in um, our seeing of that and being courageous to let that go. Most definitely. And it is challenging and Shame is a really powerful uh, emotion or feeling that can uh, create resistance to seeing the truth. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, hand in hand goes building this inner resilience, the ability to be able to take responsibility. And particularly when we have done some things that are pretty awful, uh, being able to really own that and forgive oneself from a place of love, not from a place of avoidance, avoiding responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, being able to uh, move through the fear, the pain, the physical reactions to that, it could be anxiety, sweating, all those things, and being able to actually look at it squarely and say, okay, this happened or this is what I do, this is my pattern and I I own it and I'm the only one that can do something about it. And in that moment, we've moved through that anxiety, through that pain and then we're actually able to do something about it. And it it creates an opportunity for freedom and love, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm. Mm -hmm. And those are the the opportunities and cleaning the space 
to actually receive that wisdom and clarity that is always within us, that that emotional junk and noise prevents us from hearing. So it's not that it's not available, it's just that we are listening to, you know, our frequency or our airwaves get um, distorted and blocked. So what we're hearing isn't heard clearly, so we get kind of lost or confused or misguided because we have junk on the airways that we need to be paying attention to and and making sure that those um, that it is crystal clear so we can cultivate those practices and create the space and as we are directed to be still and to receive those messages. So yes. what message does spirit want you to share with us today? Well, The most powerful message there is love, is compassion for one another, for acceptance of one another, not just tolerance, but real acceptance that we are each a human being. And even, this is the trickiest part, even those people who behave in such atrocious ways at times in our perception or in our judgment or in our belief. They're still human beings and there is something behind what they're doing that they truly believe is right. And if we can understand that those people that do things differently to us, no matter how extreme those things are, it's coming from a place of fear, a place of pain. And to have a level of compassion for someone who must be in the most dreadful state to be able to commit awful acts and this is not to condone the actions by any means, but to build some compassion, to be able to create a consciousness of support for people who are struggling. We all want to feel held. When I do my readings, I, uh, I often hear people speak about how alone they feel. And feeling alone can really bring up a lot of fear. Mm. And for us to all know that we are literally all connected energetically and that we are held and the more compassion from from a really true place, not just from the mind, not just creating it because it's the right thing to do, but really connecting to that place of love and compassion for others, then sends that frequency out and the world can receive it and it raises the vibration for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, it's really important in these times to align ourselves with who and what we truly are so we're not going to feed into the um, collective energetic field more of the stuff that we're not wanting to receive for ourselves. So more fear, anger, hate, you know, judgment, criticism, condemnation, because yes, we are all interconnected. We are all one. We are all aligned with that unified field of love. Yeah. So we need and as we give to another, we give to ourselves first. That's what we're first, you know, gifting ourselves with energetically. So, and then we send it out there. So, and we create that illusion of separation and disconnection when we come from that place and space within ourselves because it is contrary to our true nature. And that is what creates suffering. 
when we act in ways that are contrary to who and what we really are, that is what creates deep suffering and harm to each one of us. So we really need to be authentic and integral and real in every action on every level and align ourselves to the truth of who and what we really are, and that is love. That is compassion, that is kindness, that is generosity, that is that is a, a, a desire within our hearts, a calling within our hearts to really deeply know and understand. And as we are called to do, walk in the shoes of another. Yes, exactly. And hate doesn't heal hate fight doesn't heal fight it takes love love is so incredibly powerful and so amazingly beautiful it's magnetic people are drawn to love babies show mm-hmm. us that babies show us that and we're all oh, I generalise we're all uh, you know, looking for soul connection, heart connection with another person. It's it's in us to want to be connected and held. And that doesn't mean that we feel necessarily feel weak. It's it's about feeling connection. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so love is what will um, turn. The negative, the dark, these things, these choices that some people make that have dreadful impact on us, but we can learn from those things and we can love more, raise the vibration without condoning those actions. It's very Mm -hmm. powerful. It's really powerful and I find it a... Um, a really beautiful place to live from. It's not fantasy land. It's it's authenticity and it's seeing beneath the actions, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seeing through the eyes of divinity. Because as we offer grace to somebody else, if we offer compassion, we offer forgiveness, then those are the gifts that we offer ourselves and um, so, yeah, it's really important for us to kind of um, remind ourselves of that as, yeah. as I give to others, I give to myself because we are all interconnected and we are all part of the whole one unified field of love and our hearts are all aligned and vibrationally aligned yeah. with that um, connection and continuity and that's why it 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 feel so painful in these moments of devastation and grief and loss when we act in ways that are contrary to what is natural to our being. And so, sorry, <laughs> I was just going to say that when when someone feels held, they're more capable of taking responsibility. So if we hold people accountable from a place of love, Mm-hmm. then they, they're going to be more likely to be able to go through the process of taking responsibility for what they've done. It reminds mm-hmm. me of, of a child. If a child is being um, told off for doing something wrong, that they often will run away and cower and cry and so on. Whereas if they're, they're embraced and and spoken to with love and had things explained to them or had uh, questioned about their behaviour, they're more likely to admit what they've done and learn from the experience. And while adults are expected to be completely uh, responsible for themselves and that we shouldn't mollycoddle and all those things, it's, it's not about being a parent or uh, you know, a mothering uh, people that do these really big and awful things. It's about holding that vibration of love so that they can actually 
make that leap and take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, you know, there are consequences for our actions and behaviours and life brings that reflection back very quickly sometimes. But when we hold each other in that collective energetic field from that place of love and compassion and without that judgment and condemnation because, you know, life is the one who brings things into balance and harmony and to divine timing and order within that, um, then it gives a space for us to meet ourselves differently because we know that when we feel bad, we don't choose great things or good things for ourselves. So when we can give that um, like that universal hug of love and and reach out and, and embrace each other within that energetic field, it creates a place and space for us to have that reflection and perhaps have a have a moment of grace and to see the divine light that is within us in spite of how we feel which can which can give us the courage and the confidence to take a different action which would be outside our normal reactive pattern that we become to be in that place of um, conscious response and to be really um, authentic and real and responsible in that in being able to see that our actions do have a direct impact on the collective yes so in your bio you use the term hollow bone to describe how you work for and in spirit where does that term come from and what does it mean well from what I've learned, it's a Lakota tribe, so Native American Indian tribe. There was a man, um, Frank Fulscrow, and he was considered a holy man uh, in that tribe. And he used this expression, hollow bone, in order to explain how to be a great healer. And so what it is, it's, it's being a conduit, uh, being a, like a tube or an empty vessel, uh, a little bit like the electric, electrical cord that I was talking about before, where, uh-huh. where we as humans get our mind and all our stuff out the way as much as possible so that we can allow spirit to work through us so it doesn't really have anything to do with us and then it has everything to do with us <laughs> because okay. we, can, we can get right in the way okay and yeah and so okay, lovely. So, so um, we're going to continue that conversation once we um, after we take a short break So, lovelies, it's time for us to take a short break. This is Sandy Goldstone, and my guest is the lovely Indigo Grace, and you are listening to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone on Voice America, 7th Wave Channel. Stay tuned, and we'll be back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Sandy Goldstone wants to help you start your true self journey. Sandy works with all issues and ages for individuals, couples, and groups. She is a spiritual teacher and holistic counselor of the Heart's Way in Perth, Australia. It's time to gift yourself with knowing your own lightness of being, beauty, and truth. You can feel relaxed, loving, wise, joyful, and peaceful, whatever your experiences have been or what challenges you are currently facing. Are you ready? Let's do it. Say yes and call or contact Sandy Goldstone in Australia on 011-61420-399-287 or reach out to her on Facebook at Sandy Grace Goldstone and start your true self journey. 
Right now, Sandy is offering a special gift. Mention the radio show, Sounds of the Heart, and receive a 40% discount on each of your first two 90-minute Skype sessions. That's just $99 to start your true self journey with Sandy Goldstone. For more information or to receive this special offer, email soundsoftheheart at hotmail.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Sounds of the Heart. To find out more about our program, visit Sandy's website at soundsoftheheart.com.au. Again, that's soundsoftheheart.com.au. Now, back to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. And we are back, lovelies, with Sounds of the Heart on the 7th Wave Channel of Voice America. And I am your host, Sandy Goldstone, talking with my lovely guest, Indigo Grace. So as we went to the break, Indigo, we were talking about the use of the term hollow bone that you use to describe how you work for and in spirit. Is there anything else that you would like to further expand on what this means for you? Sure. Well, it it's part of my uh, shamanic healing. So uh, over the last few years I've been training uh, with someone who's actually been trained in the uh, shamanic ways over in North America from the Lakota tribe. And this concept of the hollow bone has been brought to us again and again and again and it really is uh, quite critical and the biggest focus. Uh, Often as human beings we think that uh, it's us that has the skill. However, with the hollow bone concept, it's, it's the knowing that all we have to do is actually get out of the way and clear the way for spirit to do the work. And it's a really humbling experience and it's a beautiful experience as well because through the, the clearing of whatever's in the way, so our, our wounds and suffering and beliefs and so on, it's like a reward almost because when we receive this beautiful energy of spirit coming through stronger and stronger, the more clear a bone we become, with that we receive all the, the benefits, the, the light and the love and the most beautiful uplifting energy and vibration and and then the the gift of being able to bring that through for others and the messages that come with that also. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the most beautiful things that I, I experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is it's very freeing when we realise that we're just that conduit for the grace of life to move in and through and that's why it's really important for us to have everything clean and clear and to have so we're adding to the wisdom and clarity and we're not adding to the delusion and the illusion and the confusion of things. So how might stuck feelings of anger, fear and guilt present in the mind, body, soul and spirit? So mental illness is is a big one, including depression. Um, When our vibration is, is low and heavy and stuck, uh, we feel as though we're falling apart, things like not being able to think clearly, losing the ability to speak sometimes or string sentences together correctly, uh, not being able to retain information so our, it affects our memory. Uh, we could have anxiety, and panic attacks. It can show up as physical pain where an energy is actually held in the body in a particular place and it's just not where it's meant to be and so it can cause physical pain. 
uh, illness, disease. Uh, it's a lot to do with our chakra system where the energy resides in that chakra and it blocks it or it disturbs its, its flow, its natural flow. Uh, we have coping mechanisms such as control or domination, abuse, addictions, disconnection from our body, disconnection from our spirit, from our soul, uh, feelings of emptiness and feelings of being stuck, lack of joy and passion, and particularly no sense of purpose or fulfillment in life. I find that one to be uh, a really common experience for people who are not connected uh, to spirit and not connected to their soul and it's the, the negative feelings, if we're going to label them at all, of uh, anger, hate and guilt and, and others that uh, can really just get in the way and slow us down from being able to make those beautiful connections within. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's much mm -hmm. so, yeah. So it's kind of like talking about the, the walking dead, like you're here but you're not here and... and Existing um, rather than living. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I've been there. I've been in that. And it's, it's horrendous. It really is hell on earth. And questioning whether I wanted to be here anymore. And uh, it, that can seem like a really selfish thing to people who haven't experienced that. But it, it is something that, that can come along with these feelings of absolute despair. And it's not, an, mm. not a pleasant place but taking responsibility for being in that place no matter what's been done. So I really suffered some uh, awful things as a lot of people have, and some people have suffered more, <laughs> but it was enough, and being able to move out of being uh, the victim in my mind and in my energy, and taking some level of responsibility not just for these things occurring in my life as part of my soul journey, but taking responsibility for how I deal with them and what I use them for. Do I use it for the light or for the dark? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, we all have those choices. So mm. could you guide us through a shamanic process which would collectively assist us to deal with strong feelings of grief, anger and loss, Indigo? Sure, I'll just tune in for a moment. Um, what's coming to me is about reconnecting to the heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you'd like to get comfortable. Close your eyes. Just placing the right hand over the heart. So just on your chest. Bringing your attention to that place within your chest. And this is actually the heart chakra. So it's not speaking about going into the heart muscle, essentially, although it's included in this space. And as you're touching this space, should you just imagine it's beginning to expand just because it's been touched skin on skin energy over energy. Like ripples in a pond. And becoming aware of love that's already in your heart. 
you feeling that coming out through the back of the heart chakra through the arm back through the hand and the fingers and directing back into your heart using the breath to guide that energy circling through the body finding your rhythm and each time the love comes back through the hand over the heart chakra expands a little more Just bring your awareness now to the crown chakra on the top of the head. Some of you may already feel it beginning to open. And the light of coming down into that crown in a really narrow beam. And white light coming in from above. As that white light moves down through the chakra system, through your body, as it passes the heart, draw in the unconditional love. And feel that now coming down through both arms. And beginning to feel the hands. You may feel some tingling. Just continue to allow that white light to channel in through um, receiving this divine grace, allowing it to be your physical body, your etheric body. the other chakras begins to spin those chakras more quickly raising the vibration and just knowing that it's going to go wherever it's needed you may become aware of areas that feel blocked So I invite you to surrender the blockage, not having to know what it is, but just be at that place where we can say, I'm ready to release what no longer serves me. Even if it's just a little bit, it allows the light to come through just that little bit more. I'm feeling that energy going down through the legs now. Into the feet, out through the sharpness soles of the feet. It's coming out through the, so the uh, chakras and the palms of the hand. Out through the base chakra and the perineum. This beautiful, tingling, whole, full feeling. 
invite that inner child to join with you, to connect with you. Are they ready to trust you? Perhaps your inner child is ready for you to hug them. Standing in empowerment, the greater sense of confidence feeling the new level of connection, however slight that may be or thought it may be, becoming aware of what needs to be done. Just allowing some beautiful pink light to come in now, down through the chakra and around you into the heart and holding this inner child and holding the part of you that's holding and or physically. Okay, lovelies, um, it's so wonderful that we can connect through that unified field of love within our hearts and that we can meet whatever's arising within us from that place of unconditional love. So whether there's anger or fear or hatred or it's not about denying these things that are present within us, it's about being able to see them holding the divine light of grace that we are in each and every moment and from that place in space being able to offer up to life to just allow that energy to dissolve without wanting to keep looking for a story or a reason for it to be there to just allow that energy to move so it doesn't become blocked and stuck and create energetic discord. And that's what then keeps playing out because we are whole in each and every moment. And when we act from that place as if we're not, that's what creates suffering and further discord and um, suffering for the collective and for ourselves individually. And it impacts relationally for all of us. So, and whether we're hearing, you know, a process within silence or through words, know that the intention is always there for life to come up and rise up and do what it's going to do, to clear what it is that we are setting within our hearts and our souls for the intention to take place. Know that that is always happening. So, briefly... Um, Indigo, could you please let us know how our listeners can get in contact with you? Yes, definitely. Thank you. Um, at present, I have a website called Graceful Lily, L-I-L-Y, Holistic Healing. However, I'm in the process of changing to be using my name, Indigo Grace. So you'll be able to reach me on both addresses soon, hopefully today, in fact. So my website is graceful hyphen, so dash, lily, L-I-L-Y, dash, holistic, dash, 
healing.com. Beautiful. And later on, it's going to be indigo-grace.com.au. <laughs> A lot easier. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll get that up and running today. Okay. So thank you, lovelies, for your heart-loving presence and gifting yourself with listening to Indigo Grace. Share how we can make challenging and intense feelings and experiences lovingly, courageously and peacefully by remaining open, trusting our unbroken eternal connection to the light within. Next week, I will discuss how we can heal our toxic relationship. When we feel that God has abandoned us or rejected us and we get kind of develop a toxic relationship with the God source energy individually and collectively so we can learn to thrive balanced, abundant, unified and harmonious in our sovereignty of I am that I am. Until our hearts join together as one next week, I send you much love and blessings from my heart to yours. May your week be overflowing with all that you are now. Love, joy and peace. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Sounds of the Heart. Sandy Goldstone invites you to join her again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Connect to your own divine nature in the coming week and explore within.